Welcome back to another episode of Jerry's Kids. As you can hear, I got a new theme song thanks to the hookup from my friend Grant Bloom. You can find him on Instagram at Grant Bloom Music. He's making music in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, pretty amazing guy. Check him out. Uh, so thank you, Grant. It has been ages. I think about a half a year since I posted a podcast episode. I have been so busy and I've had a lot going on in my personal life, but this project has been running in the back of my mind and I've thought about it often because I think it's really important work, not only for me, but also to share with you guys and excuse my allergies today. It is big time allergy season in Tucson, so I am sniffling pretty hard. Um, Anyhow, today I want to talk about heaven. Um, heaven is this really big subject that doesn't freak me out anymore, but used to. Like, it goes along with hell, of course. It, they're hard to separate from each other. Of course, we already talked about hell in episode three, so this is really the flip side. They do go right next to each other. You can't have one without the other. The whole impetus for getting into heaven is so that you don't go to hell. I had so many ideas about what heaven would be like growing up. I've got plenty of music for us to look at today. Um, there's so many Christian songs describing heaven. And let's let's start by getting first into Audio Adrenaline's Big Big House. A lot of you ex-evangelical kids are going to remember this one. Skip through it if it's too triggering. Otherwise, here we go with AA. I'm 
I'm clipping it there because that's enough of that bullshit, but that song creeps me out. It gives this like totally American version of what heaven is supposed to be like. It's having the huge house. It's having like butlers and whatever the fuck. It seems like it's really reaching out towards like people who are houseless or homeless and who might be orphans like it's making all these references to people who like don't have a lot and i think that's one of the biggest ploys of christianity especially american christianity it like operates on this classist level where you get to listen to this music and you get taught like i think christianity like generally as a general trend has always been this way especially during uh, the reign of like the Catholic Church as like a supreme political force in the world, but um, that you are gonna have a shit ass life here, but after you die, it's gonna be cool. Is basically the message of this song, um, which is what the next songs that I'll plug will talk about. Um, I we're gonna go through when we all get to heaven and I saw the light and I'll fly away some older hymns. However, here I do want to stop and comment too about Jerry Falwell and like that dude had a big, big house. You can look it up. Cover for this is Jerry Falwell. The cover for this podcast, the cover image is Jerry Falwell seniors house. I don't know if anyone still lives there. I'm sure somebody from the Falwell family uses it, but it is fucking huge. This like Jeffersonian mansion kind of looks like there's a helicopter pad. If y'all have seen the righteous gemstones, it is that kind of setup. There is a guard shack, not only a gate to get in there into this like huge mansion area, but you had to go through a person as well, like a security guard. So it's like, well, how come the preacher gets this huge big house and we don't? Um, and, and this is one of my biggest beefs with like these kind of people and like the kind of people that I fucking grew up with. Like, how can you guys get to be fucking rich, but you don't share the wealth? And it's because they don't ultimately care about like, I don't know. I think the Falwells are con artists. I think they're fucking scammers who are making money off of people who are easily scared by hell and easily attracted by heaven which is all of us they're scary concepts and beautiful concepts and when you can trick somebody into that even if you believe it yourself but you're pulling all the fucking money off of people you're a piece of shit like fuck the Falwells, um all of them like those people had multiple houses i grew up knowing the grandchildren of jerry falwell senior and those bitches had like jet skis that they would use on the lake in the summer they had multiple like houses like i think a beach house definitely a lake house definitely a really nice regular house that was like huge i don't think quite mansion status like jerry senior but like they were opulent as fuck so let's hear what bill and gloria gaither close associates of the Falwells, have to say about what's going to happen when we all get to heaven Re rehashing an old hymn <laughs>
clouds will overspread the sky. But when traffic days are over, not a shadow, not a sign. Y'all can check out the rest of the lyrics, the rest of the song online. It's an it's an old hymn, but like fuck these fucking con artists. I grew up with these people and these people were living in literal mansions having private jets if you haven't seen the righteous gemstones you got to go watch that show because it really makes fun of all of this stuff on a really in a really good way in a really accurate way what's the point of talking about how hard your life is singing for that when that's not your actual reality what's the point of being anti-communist when like you're singing songs that are essentially socialist in nature like and we all get to heaven everybody's gonna get a good place everybody's gonna get a mansion everybody's gonna be taken care of but not advocating and fighting for that here these people create hell on earth as they advocate for heaven in heaven which in my personal belief i don't think exists and so it's a great scam for them because they're not going to go to hell for this because that doesn't exist either. And I don't know if those people believe that, but I have a lot of anger about this, which I think is very justified. And I'm sure a lot of you do too. So I hope that you're hearing uh, something that you can relate to. Um, I've got a sermon clip from Jerry Falwell I want to bring in. So I'm going to drop that in right now. And then I will probably make me angry too, but let's see what, the man himself had to say about all of this. In the last three weeks, I've taken the Old and New Testament to prove to you that God's plan for supporting God's work is the tithe. The tithe is the first tenth of our total income. It's the first fruits of our, all our increase. And I've told you that Adam and Eve practiced making offerings to the Lord and tithing being God's standard. I believe Adam and Eve tithe. But it means like the tithe, we set apart something first for him. And then the whole self, the body, the being, the mind, soul, spirit. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 20 says, our body is the temple, the dwelling place of God's Holy Spirit. We therefore have no right to injure this body with the use of alcohol, tobacco, drugs, immorality. It's God's dwelling place. Romans 12 verses 1 and 2 Paul pleads for the surrender of the body to the Lord as a reasonable appeal, as Trish sang earlier, for all that he's done for us, to give him ourselves. I'm going to interrupt old Dr. Falwell here to note how this man, and there's a whole sermon, and he's like laboriously commenting on how the bible says you should tithe you should tithe you should tithe and then like that money is going to him this fucking millionaire has a mansion and a guard shack like this guy is fucking like powerful and set in life and is telling a bunch of lower class people that they need to be giving him all their money it's wild also, this bit about just inserting the, like, no alcohol, no drugs, no immorality, that's not in the Bible. The part that's in the Bible is, like, treating your body like it's a temple of the Holy Spirit. It's because of, I'm sure it's because of these subtle forms of manipulation that my mother think that 
yeah that my mother thinks the way that she does because she still goes to this church and adores this man i know a lot of people who adore this man he was a psychological manipulator later became friends good friends with larry flint the owner of penthouse magazine like it's no wonder or hustler no let's find out um the owner of hustler magazine and they became good friends and i believe it is because they're both con artists jerry bases this whole thing on tithing he's finishing up this three weeks coming to the parable of the talents in which these three servants give their like overlord uh are given by their like overlord multiple sums of money and some of them are given more some given less jerry's clearly been given a lot and that person is like held up in the parable as the person who is like most responsible and has the most to like, uh, ha- yeah, just like should be given the most. And I think that Jerry, like when he realized it is not realized it or not as I think that it becomes this form of psychological manipulation. There's definitely more to, that sermon a lot more but i can't really handle any more of it so i'm going to cut it short there i will note that jerry falwell when he was first forming his church and had his staff and the un i believe the university staff i'd have to fact check myself on this but i believe the university staff as well he required everybody to tithe like if you were going to be in his church and this guy made his money off of tithing 10 percent of the income like he's like a small government not getting taxed and he's dead now but like his children live on and continue the same bullshit. The last thing I have for you is a song by a David Crowder band, very popular with younger Christians, but carrying the same message as this and like as the bullshit con artists. It's uh, a rehash of the old hymns. I saw the light and I'll fly away. So I'll drop that in. Celestial shore, I'm fly away. Oh, I'm fly away. Oh, glory, I'm fly away. I'm This Christian Falwell-esque heaven is about leaving this world and never coming back again and experiencing something so much better than you ever could. But I remember something from my childhood with the Falwells, with Jerry specifically, that he said about heaven that has really stuck with me. And I choose to use it as a way to get to heaven here on earth. 
which is that heaven was going to be about 70 something degrees and there'd be a mcdonald's and you know what fuck mcdonald's and fuck capitalism but a dollar 29 sweet tea will do you some good on some days just you can get it here you don't have to die and give somebody your fucking money to do it Kids.